Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, September 26th, 5.44 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down four cents at 6.72 and three quarters. November soybeans down three and three quarters at 14.22. December Chicago wheat down 11 at 8.69 and a half. December Kansas City wheat down six and three quarters at 9.43 and three quarters. December spring wheat down six at 9.43 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Leave me a rating or review on that Apple podcast app if you wouldn't mind. If you guys are watching on YouTube, we're getting pretty close to 7,000 subscribers. I'd like to get there uh, this month or next month. So if you have not subscribed to the channel on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave me a comment, give me a crop update, harvest update. Let me know what's going on in your neighborhood. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you guys would like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of, charts, graphics, weather info, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. There's a new one every single business day. On Friday, I did kind of like a, a recession discussion along with a whole bunch of charts, just a lot of indicators that I'm seeing uh, that are kind of flashing recession, some things that I think are, are kind of bad for the commodity markets and our grain markets in particular. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, uh, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. This is just an information service, guys. Uh, check it out today. Recession fears, uh, at least in my opinion, have pressured some of these commodity markets. Friday was a really ugly day for a lot of things. The stock market got beat up. The S&P 500 lost 1.7% on Friday. It's now less than 2% from its calendar year low, which was posted back in June. Now, the Dutch the uh, Dow Jones posted a fresh low and fresh low close for the calendar year on Friday, um, below 30,000, ugly close in the Dow. Um, a lot of your outside commodities, energies, metals, uh, sharply lower on Friday. One analyst said this, the market has been transitioning clearly and quickly from worries over inflation to concerns over the aggressive Federal Reserve campaign. You see bond yields rising to levels we haven't seen in years. It's changing the mindset to how does the Fed get to price stability without something breaking? Uh, one analyst at Goldman Sachs wrote this. Based on our client discussions, a majority of equity investors have adopted the view that a hard landing scenario is inevitable and their focus is on the timing, magnitude, and duration of a potential recession and investment strategies for that outlook. So the sentiment is uh, very much negative here in regard to uh, not just the stock market or commodity markets, but just the economy in, in general. I think a lot of people just think that we are uh, headed to recession. And that's a bad thing for all these markets. I mean, whether it's the stock market, the commodity markets, um, all of those things. Crude oil traded below 80 bucks. And uh, this is a market that like, I feel like everyone has been bullish for a while, but it does nothing but go lower. Uh, as with a lot of other markets, I think recession fears are part of the driver here. You've got a surging US dollar. Uh, that's kind of something that has hurt sentiment. One analyst said this in regard to crude. 
The market is worried about growth, and this is sending commodity prices lower. It's a very bad cocktail of this and a stronger dollar. Traders uh, also noted weakening fuel demand is an additional re reason for the recent weakness. Uh, the corn market in particular, of course, has a very close tie with the, with the energy markets, given the ethanol implication. USDA projects that ethanol will account for 37% of all demand for U.S. corn this year, and uh, last week's ethanol production number was the worst seasonally, I believe, since 2013. So to go back to that one quote about the transition from worries over inflation to uh, concerns over the Fed, I think that the general narrative, if I had to dis discuss it in, in a few sentences, goes like this. The first half of 2022 involved large money managers essentially buying commodities as an inflation hedge. And now we've gone the other way. Now they they not they're not necessarily interested in being long anything because they think a recession is coming and they think that the recession essentially is being induced by the Fed. So you had a good five or six months there, maybe longer than that, where commodities were like the hot trade. And now that's just not the case anymore. The sentiment there has very much soured. Uh, to get to Russia, uh, the U.S. has warned Russia of catastrophic consequences if it uses nuclear weapons. Uh, voting in, in regard to this annexation deal continues for a fourth day today. The West continues to, to just uh, kind of dismiss this as a sham. Uh, the West is concerned, however, and the United States is, is concerned, that Russia will defend the four annexed regions as their own and that extreme measures could be taken. And I think this is all referring to nuclear. Uh, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said this, if Russia crosses the line, there will be catastrophic consequences for Russia. The United States will respond decisively. Uh, Sullivan did not say exactly how Washington would respond, but said that they had told Moscow privately in greater detail exactly what that would mean. So when you look at the outside stuff, and I think the outside stuff is the biggest deal for the grain markets here. Um, the recession things that I talked about, all that stuff is kind of bearish. But this thing could be incredibly friendly. I mean, if you were to get it, so first off, I mean, a nuclear deal, uh, probably bullish grains, but, you know, bearish humanity, I guess. Um, it's not good for anybody. This is the, the last thing that we want to see. But it's 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 a underlying friendly factor that the fact that that risk and this sort of discussion is out there. Um, it's it's a scary and terrifying deal. And we hope that we never uh, get to this point, of course. But the, fa the fact that the U.S. and Russia are, are just openly discussing uh, a nuclear exchange is, is terrifying, in my opinion. Ukrainian farmers have started corn harvest. Uh, the country's ag ministry has estimated the crop uh, in the 25 to 27 million metric ton range. That would be a 38% decline from the last pre-invasion harvest that occurred in the fall of 2021. Reuters also reporting this morning that seven more grain vessels left Ukrainian ports on Sunday, bringing the total to 218 since that grain deal was signed. The ministry wrote this. On September 25th, seven ships with 146.2 thousand tons of agricultural products uh, for uh, agricultural produce for countries in Africa, Asia, and Europe left the ports of Odessa and two other ports that I cannot pronounce. Uh, Putin mentioned the grain deal last week, and um, amid this annexation vote, I think the future of that deal is up in the air, so maybe another kind of underlying supportive factor here. Large money managers or the funds continue to hold some length in the uh, corn and soybean markets. This long in the corn market, 236000 
I'm not going to say it's extreme, uh, but it's getting pretty close, historically speaking. The net long in the soybean market, about 107000 uh, in net for managed money. It's a large position, but it's not extreme. And this is like a modest net short, about 18,000 contracts of SRW wheat. So funds uh, still very enthusiastic about this uh, corn market, uh, given their position there, uh, despite uh, you know the recession talk and all of those things. We do have a USDA report on Friday. This is your quarterly grain stocks report. This uh, report is is grain stocks as of September 1st. So the corn and soybean numbers are essentially your old crop carryout numbers as the marketing year ends on August 31st. I will talk about this and have some pre-report uh, estimates for you guys here during the next couple of days. Uh, there was a cattle on feed report on Friday. It was neutral to maybe a little bit bearish the cattle market. Um, the trade got the cattle on feed number right, but placements were above expectations by about 3%. Uh, it seems like they always miss the placements. And, and if anything, I guess it was neutral to maybe slightly bearish because of that placements number. The, the trade got the marketing's number pretty right. So I don't have any big, bold predictions about the cattle market today, given that report. Outside markets, uh, U.S. dollar is higher. Same story, different day there. The s and is down 23 ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones down 180. Bonds are off almost a full handle. Interest rates continue to rise. Gold's off nine bucks. Crude oil down 88 cents in the November WTI at 77.85 last trade. Have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.